everyone, welcome to another episode of the Kids Book Review Podcast. I'm your host, Krish, and in this episode, we're diving deep into the shadows and exploring a book that will send shivers down your spine. I'm going to be reviewing the book, Escape from Grimstone Manor, the first book in the Monsterious series by Matt McMahon. It's the season of pumpkins, ghosts, and things that go bump in the night. So what better time to share a spooky tale? But before we begin our haunting adventure, I want to remind you that if you're enjoying my podcast, don't forget to subscribe and leave a review on your favourite podcast platform. Your support keeps the ghosts at bay and ensures I continue to bring you captivating book reviews. Now let's dive into the eerie pages of our featured book, Escape from Grimstone Manor, by Matt McMahon. Brace yourselves, young readers, because this book is truly spine-chilling. The story follows three friends, Sari, Matteo and Taylor, who get trapped inside a haunted house at an amusement park. As the friends try to find a way to escape, they encounter all sorts of creepy creatures, including skeletons and a werewolf. They also have to deal with the mysterious caretaker of the house, who seems to be up to no good. To further present a spine-tingling review of this book, please join me in welcoming Amelia from the UK to the podcast. Hello Amelia, thank you for joining me to review Escape from Grimstone Manor on this podcast episode. Can you introduce yourselves to our fantastic listeners? Hi Chris and hi everyone, I am Amelia, I am 10 years old and I love reading books. I am so excited to be here on the podcast to talk about this book. Let's begin. First of all, what did you think was the best part of the story? I think the best part of the story was when Zari and Taylor were about to get eaten, but Matteo saves them by releasing the werewolf from its spell. For me, the scene where Zari, Matteo and Taylor are trapped in the basement of Grimstone Manor and find a werewolf and a mummy there was the spookiest part in the book. Krish, who was your favourite character from the book and why? My favourite would be Zari. Zari is brave and intelligent. She is like the leader of the group and comes up with a plan to escape from Grimstone Manor. How about you? Whom did you like from the book? My favourite character is Taylor because even though she may be a bit reckless at times, she will do whatever she can to protect her friends from danger. Good choice. Escape from Grimstone Manor is my first book in the horror genre and I have mixed feelings about reading more books in this genre. It's a bit scary, isn't it? I agree, it is scary. I think the scariest part was when the friends discovered that Hezekiah Crawley's coffin was empty. So, would you recommend this book to our listeners? Definitely. I think it's a great book for kids who love a good scare. I second that. If you haven't read a book in this genre, I would say give it a go. You never know. You may surprise yourself liking it. Thanks so much for joining me on this podcast episode, Amelia. It was great talking to you about Escape from Grimstone Manor. Thanks for inviting me to your podcast, Krish. I really enjoyed it. I'm super glad to hear that. Now get ready as it's spooky riddle time.
Are you ready? Let's go. I'm a spirit without a body to see. In the darkness I roam, wild and free. I rattle and moan in the quiet of night. Guess what am I with a pale, eerie light? I'll repeat again. I'm a spirit without a body to see. In the darkness I roam, wild and free. I rattle and moan in the quiet of night. Guess what am I with a pale, eerie light? Did you solve the ghostly mystery I cooked up? Oh, I may have already given away the answer to the riddle. Yes, it is a ghost. Well done if you solved it on your own. The next segment on the podcast is Author's Corner. We have the amazing author from the book Escape from Grimstone Manor, Matt McMahon. Stay tuned to hear more. Hi Matt, thank you so much for taking time to speak with me on Kids Book Review Podcast. Hey Chris, it is great to talk with you. You do an awesome job on this podcast and I'm honoured to be on. Your book is like a roller coaster of spookiness and excitement. So here's my first question. Where did you get the idea for Escape from Grimstone Manor? Did something spooky happen to you? I'm so glad you think that. I actually got the idea for the series before I had any specific book ideas. So my wife, Lisa McMahon, who is an awesome author of books, a series like The Unwanted's and The Forgotten Five series for middle grade readers, uh, she was reading an article out loud to me and she mispronounced the word mysterious and said monsterious instead. And I said, oh, that would be a great middle grade book title. And she said, no, it's a whole series and you should write it. So I thought, huh, I like monsters and I love mysteries, monster mysteries, monsterious. So that's where I got the idea to write this series of books uh, called Monsterious, Spooky Monster Mysteries. And it was when I started brainstorming ideas for what kind of books would be in the Monsterious series? What kind of stories did I want to tell? That I came across a photo of a gargoyle statue in front of a roller coaster. And it turned out it was an ad for a spooky amusement park ride. And I thought, oh, what a great setting for a Monsterious book, a haunted house amusement park ride. But a setting's not a story. So I had to think, well, what's something that's interesting or different or spooky that could happen in a haunted house amusement park ride. And I thought, oh, well, what if the kids got stuck uh, on, on the ride when the ride stopped? And then, oh, what if they got trapped overnight inside the haunted house ride after the park closed? And then I thought, oh, well, wait, what if next the kids, when they're trying to find a way out, they find a hidden staircase that leads down to a spooky crypt beneath the ride and all these strange monsters in this crypt suddenly come to life. And they were trapped inside the ride, inside a crypt, with these living monsters. And I thought, yeah, now I knew I have a story. And that's what became Escape from Grimstone Manor. That's so cool. So the characters Zari, Mateo, and Taylor are so brave. Are they based on real people you knew? Oh, that's a great question. There's a lot of me in Mateo. I was an artistic kid who was afraid of everything. I was 
Fright of the Dark and mo uh, monsters and bullies and uh, my parents' basement and the woods. I was scared of all kinds of things. Uh, so that he, his timid nature definitely comes from me. And then Zari wasn't based on anyone in particular. I just really wanted a character who was kind of cool-headed and intellectual and could kind of help them think their way out of some of the problems that they were going to get uh, going to encounter in this spooky haunted house crypt. And then Taylor, I actually based her kind of look and personality on a contestant that I loved on the TV show MasterChef Junior named Addison. And I just thought she had such a fun, spunky personality I thought would fit great for the character of Taylor. There are so many creepy creatures in the book. Grimstone Manor is like its own character. What would you say is the spookiest part of the manor? I love that you think of Grimstone Manor as a character, because I do too. Aside from the crypt, which I think is probably the creepiest part of the, the whole ride at attraction, I think one of the spookiest parts of the manor itself is the animatronic butler who greets the kids when they first enter the ride. I just think this idea of a big Frankenstein monster-looking guy standing right beside them when the lights come on is just really spooky. Did you have any inspiration from other children's book authors to write the book? A big influence for the Monsterious series is obviously Goosebumps by R.L. Stein. He's really the pioneer of middle-grade spooky books and is such a great author and such a great person, too. And so fans of Goosebumps, I think, will really enjoy the Monsterious series as both Goosebumps and Monsterious are short, spooky books that you can read in any order. But they're different, too. My voice or writing style is quite different than R.L. Stein's, And I think um, Monsterious books, just because they're written today, as opposed to a lot of the, of the Goosebumps books, which were written a long time ago, I think they're more contemporary. They feel more like a present-day situation in each book. And I think there's a bit more layers to the characters than in Goosebumps. But I also really love the mood of Lindsay Curry's spooky middle-grade books. So I tried to bring that in to Monsterious books as well. When you were my age, I am nine years old. What were your favorite books to read? I really loved spooky stories when I was your age. So I would check out every book in the library on Bigfoot and the Abominable Snowman and Loch Ness Monster and Vampires and Werewolves, you name it. Then when I was a little older, I really got into fantasy, like the Earthsea Trilogy by Ursula K. Le Guin, the Lord of the Rings series by J.R.R. Tolkien, and the Chronicles of Narnia by C.S. Lewis. So those were some of my favorites when I was your age. Okay, last question. If you could give one piece of advice to kids who want to write their own spooky stories, what would it be? Uh, one piece of writing advice that I would give would be to start with a cool, creepy setting. I've written five Monsterious books so far. Three of them are out now at the time we're recording this in September of 2023. Book four comes out in January of 2024, and book five will come out in fall of 2024. And of those five books, four of them started with a setting. As I described earlier, book one, Escape from Grimstone Manor, came from an idea of a haunted house amusement park ride. 
And then book three, Terror in Shadow Canyon, is about five hikers lost in a remote wilderness who are stalked by a monster. And I got that idea while I was hiking in a state park in Vancouver, British Columbia in Canada. And it was just this creepy, cool setting that I thought, oh, this would be amazing to uh, be the backdrop for a monsterious story. And that inspired the whole st the story of Terror in Shadow Canyon. And then book four, The Beast of Skull Rock, is about a brother and sister who tried to save their grandfather's spooky Cabinet of Curiosities Museum from a rampaging hyena. And I got that idea from reading an article about a famous Cabinet of Curiosities Museum in Paris that had lots of taxidermy animals. And I thought, oh, what, how amazing would it be if one of these taxidermy creatures came to life in a spooky museum? And then book five has the working title of The Creature from the Horror Dome. I'm not sure if that title will stick yet or not. My editor will have to decide that. But that's about a seventh grade science club visiting a biosphere research facility when a monster escapes from a secret underground lab and starts causing all kinds of havoc and chaos. And I got that idea from actually visiting a biosphere near where I live in Arizona in the United States and just thinking that that would be such a great setting for a monsterious book. So my advice would be start with an interesting, cool setting and then ask, what's something unusual or strange or spooky that could happen in this setting? And then once you have that, then ask yourself, what happens next? Thank you so much again for your time, Matt. I can't wait to read other books in the Monsterious series. It was my pleasure, Krish, seriously. Thanks so much for having me on the show and for telling other kids about the Monsterious series. So, my dear listeners, Escape from Grimstone Manor is a fun and spooky read, and it's got all the tricks and treats you need for a frightfully good time. So, don't forget to pick a copy to read. Hope you enjoyed The Author's Corner with Matt McMahon. Now, next up on the podcast is Word Wonders. Word Wonders is where we find out few interesting words from the book. Escape from Grimstone Manor is an easy read and the two words I have picked up are incantation and contorted. Incantation refers to a spell that is spoken or chanted in order to bring about a desired effect. Contorted means twisting or bending something that is painful. It could either be a physical bending of something like a body or a limb or twisting of emotions or thoughts. Look out for these words as you read this book. If there are any other words you pick up that were interesting, do let me know. That's all for this episode of the Kids Book Review Podcast. Oh, what a spine-tingling adventure this episode was. But all good things must come to an end, my dear listeners. As Halloween approaches, I hope this review has added an extra layer of thrill to your spooky season. Before we part ways, remember to share this episode with your friends and family. And don't forget, the most terrifying stories often come from the pages of the books. So until next time, keep on reading, stay curious, stay spooky and have a monstrously happy Halloween. This is Krish signing off. Goodbye.